I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. But I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, thank you, Master. July 4th, 2020. Happy Independence Day. Uh, Since it's Independence Day, I know a lot of you are going to be out there, uh, you know, throwing off fireworks, even though for like the past couple of weeks we've been hearing them nonstop. It's, (laughs) It's been pretty annoying, but regardless, today is the the proper day to set off fireworks you know you're gonna do that do that just make sure to be safe uh just be mindful and all that good stuff and also you know cookouts barbecues that thing uh family gatherings uh you know just just make sure and listen regardless of my thoughts and feelings on the coronavirus if we're gonna live in fear, then you're not living. But at the same time, I'm all for just wearing a mask. Like yeah, it's is leaning towards a a symbol for you know for oppression and whatnot, or just. A conformity tool because you know we're in the new normal, obviously. But you know, just for the you know, just for the sake of others and you know, the health, because you can contract it, but you may not show any symptoms. And you know, we gotta do a better job in uh, protecting old people than Andrew Cuomo has been doing so. You know, just lead a better example because he hasn't been doing a good job, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, just have a happy 4th of July. Yes, things have been really screwed up in our country, but that doesn't mean that this is a a bad country. Because trust me, you know, a lot of you entrepreneurs... You know, thinkers, tinkerers, you couldn't do an opinion of people. You know, you couldn't do or say things in other countries like you can do here. Yeah, we cannot do and say the things that we say here in other countries. You know, shout outs to Mr. Softy. And that's why it's important when you hear everyone saying, this country is screwed up. This country is messed up. Uh, we 
we strive for perfection so much that, you know, nothing can satisfy us. We just want more and more and more. And we just got to realize that in certain aspects, yeah, this, this country, you know, isn't perfect. But there's a reason why there's so much concentrated and heavy attack in, in the way of life. And this is the reason why I, I hold off. I, I didn't want to hold off for too long, but I wanted to wait and see how everything, you know, turned out. Because when you have a, a, a small fringe group, and they're speaking the loudest. But the reason why that is because you have other people that are in fear of speaking out. And, you know, not not that other speaking out movement, but just saying, no, like, you know, what, what the hell is this? Like, you know, we're not about this. We're not for this. You know, to, to quote someone... And, uh, you know, shout outs to him, uh, another fellow podcaster in the wrestling world. And I love when he brings this up, and shout outs to Don Tony from the Don Tony Kevin Castle show. He says that you cannot excuse bad behavior with more bad behavior. You know, meaning that just because someone or somebody or a group of people have done or committed bad behavior or, or heinous act that you don't excuse it with more bad behavior it's just like you know the whole adage you know eye for an eye well that person blind me so I'm gonna blind him so both of y'all blind now and my favorite cause I love analogies You know, especially with how all these riots and looting and burning down of uh, buildings and whatnot, that you cannot go around and and say burn it down. Say oh, burn this down, burn that down, down when everything else is up in up in smoke. Then when it's your community, when it's your your home that's burned down, you will change a different you'll have a different tune. I guarantee it. And you actually think that these you know, these criminals, these people, because they don't represent uh Black Lives Matter. And I have an I have an article uh talking about how you know, how angry and it's uh it is from AP you know black community they're frustrated because of course and I I saw this coming back in June when this went down with the protests and the rioting you have group you have groups of people within the group taking over Subverting the group and muddying the waters, as as you know, you want to say it. 
and I called, I was like, this is the same, the same shit from the same script, because this has happened before, and then now that if you speak negatively against, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and the movement, which the original, the original focal point of the movement, like, it is gone. Like, I thought this was about uh, police brutality. Now it just spun to a whole different thing. And a lot of these people that are protesting and join along with the riots, again, oh, because, oh, we, you know, we see white people doing this, so we gotta, no, screw that. Again, you cannot excuse bad behavior with bad behavior. Just because you see other people doing it too doesn't mean that you go on and do it. Because that's how you get caught. That's how you get into trouble. And when something does happen, you will wish that you just stood home. You know, when things started to get hot, you just, you know, ran home. And of course, a lot of these people in, in these protests, they're not from the cities. They come in from, from other from other parts of the country and they they hijack. They take over, they, they, they destroy, and they cause chaos. And they're making these groups look bad. These groups are, are made to be looked bad in the eyes of, you know, the public. And then these people, and Antifa, they don't give a fuck about Black Lives Matter or even All Lives for that. Like, this, since since uh since June like I, I've called it and you know again I've been very silent just watching things unfold like all this is just a all this just Marxist is all communist you know socialist fascist whatever you want to call it but it's it's not First of all, it's not the American way, and it's not, and it's not about freedom, because you're using oppression to go towards freedom, and that ain't the way. Last time I checked, and we just gotta be very careful, because this group, they will disguise themselves, or you know cloak themselves as protesters they will attack police they will, they will attack protesters and then when the cameras are rolling oh wait wait what are you doing we're, we're protesters like what are you doing like it, it's 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 very ingenious because it's just basically twisting reality and we just got to be very careful because Everything isn't in, in black and white, and we and again, a lot of these people, and even maybe some some of you listeners, maybe you may not know what 
what's really going on, and I'm trying to piece together what's going on, but just the whole gist of it. If things don't change for the better, it's going to get worse. And for the media and and the people who are siding with the media saying that, that destroying property, looting, rioting, burning things down, that is, is a is a sign of protest. Mm. No, no, no. This is why. Like as soon as I I saw uh, footage on Twitter of this man who was a, a former police chief protecting a uh, a pawn shop that shot. During these, uh, during the the George Floyd protests, like I was like, "That's it. I need to, I need to get the hell off of Twitter for a while, because no one's talking about this, and it's what happens when you politicize everything. Like last time I checked, we're all human, but when things are politicized, when race is politicized." And you, I remember when, because you know, last last month was Pride Month. So I remember when uh, George Bush was in office, and he suddenly brought up uh, gay marriage and and uh, women's rights and things like that. You know, the whole pro pro choice, pro life debate. He brought those things up because he was trying to get people away from talking about 9-11 because people was on his ass about hey listen like a lot of these things don't add up what about the families what about the families like they're not going to get their questions answered they're not going to get any justice so what they did was what he did and what the media did they, they spun this around they, they put in the forefront these issues while yeah you know, pro-choice, pro-life, you know, whole abortion topic. It's a touchy subject, but it's important. But when you politicize everything, then it stops becoming a human issue. And then when you get into politics, it's very muddy. The human element is out the window. Things are done to sway public opinion, and things are done obviously for political game. So the human aspect is gone. That that's that's just it it was kicked out the window. And we just need to be very careful. And also as well before I get into the thanks and shameless plugs and shout outs and all that. As well as with coronavirus. Like I remember when we was told, hey, we got to stay inside. We, you know, we need to, you know, flatten the curve, reduce the spread, wear a mask, things like that. I was like, okay. But then when these protests started, you know, starting out, started happening, I was like, wait a minute. Like, so coronavirus isn't a thing. And there was even an article that said, hmm, uh, coronavirus has been slowed down because of, of the protests. And I'm like, What? Like, are, you, are you kidding me? Like seriously, are you kidding me right now? Because that that is some BS. 
if I haven't smelled it or seen it before and it and it was it was insane. I was like, what? And again it's just this twisting and bending of reality that we need to be we definitely need to be worried about. So I guess it's cool if you're you know, you're protesting out there, coronavirus isn't a thing, but if you're, you know, conservative and you're out there trying to protest, then nope, you gotta social distance, you're you're breaking you're you know, you're breaking the rules. And this is what happens when the far left is given an inch and a mile is taken. And I'm all for it, doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, if you're in the middle, if you have no political affiliation. If you have, you know, you have the right to assemble and free speech and and all that good stuff. Because it's funny. I hear people talk about how how bad this country is, but... And also you hear about people saying, oh, we need to update the Constitution. So, trust me, when... It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games when you censor other people's speech. You're you're just coming up next. And I want to say this one last thing before before I get into you know the main show and just break this down bit by bit because it's just kind of me just just throwing these snakes on the table and just classifying them with my little pre-short rant so I was watching uh, I watched two movies last night Uh, Hollow Man with uh, Kevin Bacon and Deep Blue Sea with L. Cool J, Samuel L. Jackson know good movies you know for for the time 1989 Hollow Man came out in 2000 and Deep Blue Sea came out in 1989 so two good movies you know guilty pleasures what have you but these two movies had something in common that basically they were trying to you know disrupting the natural order of things they were trying to play God and it was like, no, we, we got this. We, we, can, we can go further. We can push further. And then when what they did backfired, they couldn't control it. They couldn't reverse it. They essentially felt how it was to, you know, for Deep Blue Sea, for that movie instance, they're trying, the, the noble thing, they was trying to cure Alzheimer's, okay? And do you sharks hit sharks have? Uh, their their brains has something that can fight off uh, Alzheimer's because you know their brains work differently. That's how the the movie put it. But then one of the side effects was the sharks got smarter, so it was attacking all the workers in the uh, underwater facility. They were trying to push them, you know, higher and higher up in the levels. Because they want to be free. 
So they're trying to play God. It backfired. Most of them died. And all that worked for nothing. And then with Hollow Man, uh, Kevin Bacon's character, he wanted to be the guinea pig for the first human trial to you know, basically turn invisible. And he's like, no, we got this. You know, turn me invisible. You know, uh, phase shift me, and then in three days, turn me back to normal. And guess what happened? Didn't work. And we saw foreshadowing with this because when they were testing on the animals, the animals started behaving erratically. And you know what that what that means? That later on, that was going to go down with uh, Kevin Bacon's character, uh, Sebastian Kane. So he, they couldn't, they couldn't revert him back to you know being visible again, and he went mad. He was going stir crazy to the point that he started killing off his his uh, his team members one by one because he had this power and trying to play God. And guess what happens? You are going to you know. You're going to pay the consequences. You disrupt the natural order of things. You're going to pay. You try to conform and, and, and pacify and and bend the knee. Oh, we, we, we got an inch. Let's take a mile. We got a mile. Let's, let's, let's take two miles, three miles, ten miles. Let's take the, the whole equator. That's why it's very important that, you know, speak up. It's hard, like, it, it was very rough for me because I was like, damn, like, this is insane. Like, you cannot express yourself without, you know, some stuff going down. You're, you're being punished for, for your speech, which is crazy because all the talk that people spew about this country being bad, like, you can say things. You know, granted, there's also consequences with what you say if you say something bad or unfavorable there are consequences obviously and that comes with you know freedom of speech and it's just funny to me that now in 2020 in this extremely bad board game that that is uh, well Monopoly is another bad board game because you never finish it but Jumanji just series of unfortunate events and it's just a very wild time so in this year 2020 there's there's a lack of morals lack of responsibility and accountability and up is down left is right one plus one equals six thousand two hundred twenty one point two five I don't know just throwing out numbers out there because whenever and I love analogies <laughs> it's just it's just because all, all these correlate with each other it's like you're a kid playing in in school you're in the playground playing with your classmates and they have a they play hide and seek but they make their own rules and then when they lose or when they're losing they just change the rules on the fly and that's what's going on with coronavirus 
with these protests, they they put the the bar and bar they, they put the bar lower and lower and lower because you know they ain't caught. So that's why we just we gotta we just gotta see this for what it is. These movements being hijacked with this virus is is just more of control. Things will never go back to the way they were. You know, the economy is shot. You have people who are, a lot of them, uh, you know, a lot of people who are out there protesting. No, no work. Unemployed. So being cooped up in the house, you are going to, this is the result. And then you have people from within that and from outside, they take advantage. And we we have to be careful. We seriously got to be careful. Because I bet the people, the everyday people that are, are in that, you know, that are in that, uh, you know, in those crowds of protesters, they don't even know what they're fighting for. And it's just the, the media is a beautiful tool. When it, when it comes down to it, it's a beautiful tool, and we just need to be seriously careful that whatever you decide to join doesn't matter your left, right, center, no political affiliation. That you you get you know you get the truth, you get the facts, because it's just people out here, you know these corporations. That are bending the knee, oh, just you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, Pride Month, like they don't care. To us, they just see us as you know consumers. You know the whole adage, buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. That's it, because they know they're gonna get, they're going to get more people to buy their stuff if they just conform and bend the knee. So anyways, I did not mean for that rant to be long as that was, but I just needed it. You know, just just weeks of just looking at everything and trying to just piece together what the hell's going on. And in the span of a month, we had protests, we had riots, even some in my backyard, you know, New York City. Uh, we had uh, lawless zones, autonomous zones erected. Even one in New York is being erected. And I remember in the days of uh, uh, Occupy Wall Street. It, but this is on a different level. This is on a different scale. And seriously, you actually think that you have, you know, black people, people of color sitting, you know, just sitting out there in, in their own feces. No. Like, I I won't. Because it's just not a way to live. Like, me, me personally. Uh, but it's just, it's just weird times. We have protests, riots, we have these autonomous zones being set up. We have all these uh, monuments 
statues being taken down and even talks about them wanting to take down uh, and it's just more fake news just again echo chamber let's let's get a, let's get rid of the you know let's get rid of Mount Rushmore but let's just get into it so guys it's been a half an hour Jesus Christ but thank you for just listening to the, the pre-rant I appreciate it it's been weeks months I feel terrible but it's been weeks it's been months since uh, I've been on the podcast since I've done a podcast because it's just been pretty wild and I don't want to stay on here too long I just want to get my thoughts concise as well concisely as they as they can be because it's a lot of stuff is going on it's been a crazy six months and we're in the seventh month of the year so the, the second half is going to be very telling and just in the month of June alone it felt like three months passed that's how much stuff was going on and as time goes on, goes along, it's gonna feel like a week feels like a month. So you know, we just gotta, we just gotta stay safe, stay vigilant. You know, stay healthy. You know, not only physically but mentally too. But I just want to give a shout out to all of the listeners that have been tuning in to my past episodes of uh, my podcast, if it's the round table, if it's table for one, if it's my other uh, mini series, which I want to redo pretty soon. I want to actually get back into having uh, guests again, uh, find new co-hosts again, have many different topics and talk about relationships, sex, uh, wrestling, politics, things like that, gaming, nerd culture. It's just been pretty rough couple of months. So the the best thing I can do is just get on here every week, uh, Lord willing, because you know, like, it seems like there's a war zone every night. Because even in in the morning, there were fireworks thrown in the morning. Well, it's Fourth of July, but for the past few weeks it's just been non-stop fireworks just I feel I feel terrible for the people who have to you know endure that and they have to go, you know they gotta get to work they need they need their sleep because they're gonna be cranky and it's just like uh, you know just no big deal a lot of these people are you know unemployed they, they just have so much time on their hands I, I'm sorry I can't like you do what you want your money your time but don't disrupt others uh you know schedule and whatnot uh so quickly this is kind of all over the place quickly quickly uh shout outs to the all of the listeners um you guys are awesome i've been seeing uh a lot of people listening 
seeing the metrics and all that, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, thank you for you know checking me out. If you're just passing by or you're staying comfortable in the house, that is uh, Room Prime TV podcast. It's it's been again crazy 2020, and all the plans I had were like just just gonzo but we can rebound and rebuild so no big worries here it's it sucks but it's it's not over yet you know you just gotta you know come back strong and I know that I know that I will and as long as you guys are here listening and checking out for the first time or consistent viewers or listeners thank you and of course, shout outs to Former Boys Podcast, the Hyperbolic Salt Company, you know, Super Freak, Cosmic Kaiser, Rome himself, Silly Uni, Heracles. Uh, they've been look, Rome, Super Freak, Cosmic Kaiser. And also, I. I can't, how can I forget him? Uh, follow your dreams. I've been, I've been on Super Freak Stream doing a little multiplayer madness Thursday, uh, Thursday throwdown, playing a lot of multiplayer games. You know, it's, it's been fun. So during all this, all this time, everything that's going on, it's just good to enjoy your time with friends, even if you can't do it in, you know, IRL you know, in real life, so, you know, those guys are awesome, and I hope when things get to some sense of normalcy that we can do more in real life stuff, and yeah, shout outs to Drew Yari, the Drew Yari show, and, you know, and those of you that know me personally, shout outs to you, you know, you guys are awesome, so let's get into it, Ooh. Let's see what I can do with the time I have for myself because it's a doozy. So remember what I said about coronavirus, Andrew Cuomo, uh, elderly. Well, yeah, he, in this article from New York Post, uh, New York Post, but, you know, let's, let's hear him out. Uh, an opinion piece Bob McManus Andrew Cuomo managed to kill grandma and New York's economy too very true and uh, you're going to see where I'm going to go with this let's see and this was published or and or updated May 25th 2020 so over a month old but it's it's relevant let's see so, Andrew Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo, killed Grandma and created New York's economy. But he looked good doing it. <laughs> Let's scroll a little. Just a little bit. Um, let's see. And I quote... That last 
Class will be uh, Albanese, Supremely Unwise, Edict Early, and the pandemic requiring nursing homes to, re to receive recovering yet still contagious coronavirus patients. The point was to free up local hospital beds, but, this, but the result was more than 5,300 nursing home patients subsequently died. A figure again, a third larger than the total number of coronavirus deaths in the entire state of California. As the scope of the calamity begins to emerge, Cuomo's reaction was both typical and unsettling. Typical insofar he blamed President Trump for the debacle. Yep, because, you know, when in doubt, there's no accountability. You can't say, hey, I messed up, I screwed up. Let's just blame the, the scapegoat. Because it's easy. It's easy to not have. To, it's, it's easy not to have accountability for yourself to take blame because these people are blameless they can do no wrong you know that's why every time on Citizen uh, when Cuomo has his press con uh, press conferences daily especially during the beginning of all this and you know I was home I was like, oh, look, look what our dear leader has to say, because he's seemingly a, a dictator. But, you know, people want to talk about how Trump is a dictator. But OK, you know, semantics because orange man bad, whatever. Let's continue reading this. Rather than his own. He blamed President Trump for the debacle rather than his own health commissioner's bad judgment. And unsettling in that Albany's bureaucrats now appear to be adjusting numbers to make it appear that the policy was less a disaster than it actually was. Of course, I've been saying this for, you know, since the start of this, that the numbers don't add up, that they're adjusting the numbers, they, they're fudging the numbers because they want, they wanted this to be, you know, biblical. They wanted this to be. You know the apocalypse. They, they wanted. They were predicting all oh, millions of people infected, millions of people dead. And it's, it's like, is this Resident Evil? Like, I, I didn't know coronavirus was the T virus. I, I didn't know that. It's just insane to me how, just how much. These first of all, no surprise, politicians lie. But just on the level of their lies. It's just so surprising how much they lie. And then we, we take it, we, we just we're suckers, I'm sorry. In the beginning it was all oh, he you know, this guy he seems to have a handle on things, you know, fully trust him, but at least he's taking action, he's being transparent. But of course it's all surface all this is all surface and he's doing the bidding of his masters because he you know, eventually he may run one run for president in uh, 2024, of course. And if it means, you know, just killing more than uh, 5,300 nursing home patients, had them die like that, cool. Like, he, he doesn't care. These politicians don't care. And the reason why I bring this up is because... You see how the economy is just, especially in New York City, gonzo. People are, are dying. Infrastructure is like kaput. 
we don't really produce much here in, in, you know, in New York City. People are leaving. People are, there's a mass exodus of New York because crime is going up. And even before all this, property taxes to, to run a business, to live, rent is high, mortgages are high, property taxes are high. So you, you can't live. Like people work in the city, but they don't live in the city. And even other parts are starting to become more expensive. So they move, they're moving out. And I don't blame them. I really don't. And I feel like what's happening is for New York City to be a billionaire's paradise. To get rid of all of us. You know, people are like, oh, gentrification. Yeah. They couldn't do that before, only in small increments. But watch, they're going to, they're going to do this on on a larger scale. Just get people the hell out of New York. Just push them out. Just push them out like like the, the trash and the the dust mites that we are. Just get rid of them, and then we just have all the billionaires in Manhattan. In, in parts of Queens, you know, uh, Long Island City, in Astoria, uh, Greenpoint, Williamsburg, Park Slope, downtown Brooklyn, Cobble Hill, like that, the outer, the outer reaches of, of Brooklyn, near, near the bridges and Manhattan, like, I feel like they want to have just billionaires. In the city, and that's why you have, you know, the whole defund the police movement. You have every everything that's going on. How I see it is just a a window for this to happen. Will it happen? Maybe, maybe not. But that's how I'm seeing it, and it's very scary. And of course, our, our good our, our dear leader Cuomo, he's. He's doing this, you know, and in my opinion, this is an opinion, but it it makes sense to want to just get rid of everyone, just kill the economy, forces out, and people are leaving, and then come in and swoop in, oh, billionaire's paradise. So we'll definitely see how, you know, how this turns up. How this turns out, I should say, at the, at the time. And speaking of New York City and coronavirus, from the Daily Mail, and God, Jesus Christ, all these ads. All these ads. Anyways, New York reports 918 new coronavirus cases. State reports highest daily increase of in infections in the mid-June, of course, because, of course, because of these protests going on, so, again, and I want to say this really quick, you can wear a mask, I'm, I'm all for, like, if you're out and about, if you're not around anyone, like, I don't wear a mask, but when I go into a place of business, barbershop, grocery store, supermarket, hell, even my job, 
I, I have a, I need to have a mask on. You know, simple. And and people do make it a big deal. There's even people that wear masks indoors. Like, are you, you know, in their homes? Like, are you kidding me? And especially when you're wearing that mask all day, you're gonna come in contact with stuff, and that you're carrying that mask. It's it's just it's not sanitary. But you just gotta find ways when, of course, when no one's around, you take it off, you, you breathe for a bit because you can't have all that, uh, you know, you know, carbon dioxide, you know, because you're inhale. We in, we inhale oxygen because you know trees give it off, and we exhale CO two. Plants breathe that. And if we're breathing in and out, wearing masks, that ain't healthy. You know, but again, just as that's how, that's how I see it. But anyways, let's get back to this, and this ad written massive website that is the Daily Mail. Let's see here. this let's see Andrew Cuomo governor of New York announced the new toll on Friday Cuomo said 918 people have been confirmed as infected in the prior 24 hours and this is a article that's published today by the way uh, on Independence Day July 4th 2020 uh, toll represents the highest new infection number since mid-June of course because people are out and about and for those who have been inside for months, they, you know, more people are going to come out positive because they haven't been tested. So, of course, now that tests are relatively available. And even before then, people didn't want to go out. People didn't want to, you know, get these tests. So they, they stood home. That's just how it is. And that, that's, that's how it was. When you put the fear in people, oh, don't go outside, you know, uh, uh, shelter in place, the stand the other, but then, oh, you got to get tested. People are not going to come out. People aren't coming. Now they're coming out because it's been, you're not going to stay indoors in the summer months. I'm sorry. This is insanity. And there are people who wanted and they still do they want the lockdown to last until the end of the year it's like are you on crack seriously you're on crack there's no way that people like people are going crazy being indoors for a few months and then the civil unrest was was a a good part of it it played a a role being stuck indoors played a, a huge role in these in these protests it's, it's insane so you actually think that people are going to be able to stay indoors for for almost a year are you, are you kidding me but okay let's just whatever just that's why people need to when you're on social media when you're on the internet you need to 
you need to think before you tweet <laughs> or you know think before you say something because sometimes when people say certain things they don't they try to sound intelligent but they end up sounding dumb they don't know what to talk about suddenly everyone's uh, an expert on infectious diseases everyone's a lawyer everyone's criminal justice advocate uh, everyone's a, uh, an economist but okay so New York had eight hundred uh, nine hundred eighteen new cases of coronavirus confirmed on Thursday the governor announced it was said a reminder that the virus is still here of course it is but people are not going to stay indoors for long they're not going to stay cooped up at home and especially and I've told us people I know if you're not taking supplements if you're not taking vitamins if you're not engaging in healthy eating healthy habits if you're not engaging in in good eating habits if your diet if your diet is trash if you're not taking enough water if you're not taking your vitamin C your if your diet isn't up to par if you're eating fast food if you're not eating clean if you're not taking vitamin D vitamin C uh, zinc or just take elderberry you know, your B12, if you're not taking those, your immune system is going to be shot. And then when you do come out, when you do go out, you're, you're going to get sick. You're more likely to get sick because your body has forgotten how to fight off infection, how to handle viruses, because we've been cooped up at home for months that we've been basically living in a bubble. All this hand sanitizing, uh, spray, like washing your hands. And it's important to wash your hands. I'm not saying don't, but when you excessively do it, you are getting rid of, you know, your body's defense. It's just like when you work out. You work out, you got a, a routine going, you know, you get stronger, you get more definition, uh, and all that. You, you get, you gain strength. And when you constantly work out, when you constantly, you know, work out, you know, your arms, you know, legs, chest, what have you, back. You will, you will have your strength. You will have tolerance. But as soon as you start working out, you lose your strength. You feel weaker. So when you go back to the gym, you have to start back at the bottom. Just like with your immune system, if you don't constantly boost it, if you don't maintain a healthy immune system, you are going to get sick. When you know, because we're not outside, we're not engaging with people like we were before. 
our bodies has forgotten how to you know how to fight off just every day and, and you know every day uh, bacteria and diseases. So it forgot, and that that's why it's very important that you know you keep your immune system boosted. You get your elderberry if it's the gummies or if it's the the syrup. I think the the gummies are best bet. They taste good. Uh, also, vitamin C. Get some sunlight. Like go outside a few minutes. Stay, you know, just walk on the uh, just walk outside for a few minutes. Get your vitamin D for the day. You know, if you have the the uh, supplements, get those too. It's very important. So of course, people are gonna. You're gonna have more infections because people have been stuck inside. And so, of course, you are going to have more infections. And plus, people are not gonna stay inside in the summer. But you know how brutal it is, especially for for those who don't have central air or 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 AC unit. It sucks so bad so you you obviously you really think that people are just gonna stay stay indoors for the whole summer you're on crack I'm just gonna read a little bit just a tad more he he also urged all New York all New York is that to continue taking precautions against the virus, such as washing hands frequently, avoiding crowds, wearing a face mask. I cannot repeat enough that our actions today, those individuals being smart, following all precautions and local governments enforcing the state guidelines will determine the direction these numbers go. Well, of course, there's just some people who don't want to wear a mask and having the whole, having the whole mandate for the mask this is dumb. But at the same time, people should wear a mask, especially if you're going to a place of business. If you're out and about, if you're not around anybody, if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not in proximity of people, you don't need to wear it. When you are at a place of business, you know, at your job, you gotta wear it. You know, if if you want your your groceries, or you know you want your you know your bar of soap, wear the mask. Plain and simple. Like it's it's not that hard. But we we make things complicated. We make things hard on ourselves because we just feel there's a part of us that feels threatened about all this, and you have the right to feel concerned. But it's got to wear the damn mask. Okay. Let's see here. Daily Mail. Uh, White House praises the study that says patient given hydroxychloroquine or 50% less likely to die of COVID-19, calling it fantastic news after Trump was criticized for touting drugs. So remember what I said before about people not being accountable you know no, no taking no accountability whatsoever and just 
blaming the, the scapegoat. Just it's this is easy. Like oh joy, someone someone says Trump is bad. Like sky is blue. Whatever. Okay, here's the bullet points. President Trump's campaign uh, praise a new study suggesting hydroxychloroquine can improve survival odds for some coronavirus patients. That they blasted the media for attempting to discredit the unapproved drug. Also praised the administration for buying up the drug months ago. Cool. More than 2,500 uh, 2, coronavirus patients were recruited to a Henry Ford health system study of hydroxychloroquine. Those who got the drug were 50% less likely to die of COVID-19. Patients, patients in the study were young, more racially diverse, and treated earlier in their hospital stays than patients with, with previous trials. Some critics say that the study is flawed because it excluded patients with heart excluded patients with heart problems, but others say giving the drug to them will be irresponsible. Of course, it's like you can never win. Like, oh, these these tests aren't aren't accurate because you left this group of people out. Well, of course, if you have people with heart problems in there, like. It, it, it can, you know, it can harm them. It could even kill them. And again, this this virus, it hits people the hardest whose immune systems have been compromised. You have diabetes. You know, you have resp- respiratory issues. If you have cardiovascular issues, it's just things that they refuse to acknowledge because it doesn't fit the narrative. It really doesn't. And again, remember Cuomo saying that all oh, was Trump's fault. Uh, let's go back to that. Let's go back to that uh, from the New York Post. At, as the scope of the calamity began to emerge, Cuomo's reaction was both typical and unsettling. Typical insofar he blamed President Trump for the debacle rather than his own health commissioner's bad judgment. Because of course it's, it's easy to to say orange man bad because nope let's not have any accountability let, let, let's not actually say hmm I messed up I screwed up you know it's just, it's just easy not to to take any responsibility you know so let's see here. The Trump campaign praised a new study that suggests hydroxychloroquine can improve survival odds from some patients after the president was criticized for telling the drug. I remember he brought it up. He said, hey, the studies show that they're promising. And, of course, you consult your doctor. You just don't take anyone's advice. But it's it's hope. And I, and I guess people don't like hope when someone that they don't like says something hopeful because yeah let's let's just like no matter what he does or says he's bad you know he he's evil he's Satan he's the embodiment of the embodiment of evil but there are others who are much worse 
but because we allow the media to put into our heads that this man is bad. He, trust me, he's a uh, he's egotistical. You know, he he can go off. He can you know he's a little loose on the, on the mouth, especially on Twitter. But at the same time, like there are worse people than him who have done worse, and you know we just let those slide because uh, yeah the 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 big box or the big screen with the pictures told me to and let's see after repeated failures in previous research new study claimed that hospitalized coronavirus patients were given hydroxychloroquine early in the treatment early, early in treatment were 50% less likely to die than those who have not received the drug in a statement Trump's campaign branded the study as fantastic news hinting out uh, hitting out at the critics of the drug who they claim attempted to discredit it as a part of their own anti-Trump agenda scroll 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 uh, fortunately Trump administration secured a massive supply of hydroxychloroquine for the nation's stockpile months ago smart Yet, this is the same drug that the media and the Biden campaign spent weeks trying to discredit and spread fear and doubt around because President Trump dared to mention it as a potential treatment for the coronavirus. Of course, because people, again, people, when they see, hmm, he's, he's spreading a hope, he's, he's giving hope to people, mm -mm. and it's these, it's these Democrats, man. All these Democrats, man, like they they don't they don't give a damn about you. Just vote for them because uh, I'm a Democrat. That man is bad. Vote for me because I'm I'm a Democrat. It's, it's crazy. And hey, the Republicans are no better because they're just letting this shit go on too. So no no party is both parties suck. You know, and of course they're going to say that they're going to push the smear campaign because when they when they're doing this, when they're attacking something so hard like this, you know that it's there's something to it. And people that could have been saved if they would have taken this, they they could, they could have been people that were saved, but because but because of just the the propaganda and the fear and the, the misinformation and the fake news about the drug being bad like I believe that caused more deaths but the Democratic Party they're not gonna and the media they're not going to be accountable again taking no accountability for one's actions because they're willing and I'm telling you, they're willing to destroy this country. They're willing to destroy this country if it means that they go down with it. Because they don't want this this man to win. And hey, all, all the stuff that you're doing, their point is gonna he's gonna win. So all you people that are doing all these saying all these things, uh you know, spewing the propaganda, uh perpetuating it. Watch. All you're doing is guaranteeing this man's re-election.
because you think, oh, what what we're doing is going to make sure he's not going to be in office. Sure, right? Have a have a bridge in Manhattan. I should, you know, I, I want to sell to you. So, you know, nice try, try again. And I'm going to read a little bit more, and I'm going to get to the next couple articles because it's it is. Try not to go over. Let's see here. Henry Ford Systems said he claimed out of the testing on 2,541 people, only if they were not high risk for heart problems, as the drug has been shown to create heart rhythmia, heart rhythm problems as a potential side effect, of course. And they were mad. The media was mad because all oh, they didn't include her people with heart problems. Well, you, you want these people to die? You, you want this drug to be administered to people with heart problems and and, and cause them to die? And this this is the, the media. They they keep they just keep putting the, the goal post. They just keep raising it up or raising it lower. They just put it lower and lower and lower because they can't they can't win. So they try to twist the game and twist the rules to their benefit, trying to change the, the narrative and spin it. Cause no matter what <laughs> no matter what is this insane, it's insanity. <sighs> Just it's insanity. Okay. I just wanna talk about these protests and just basically just want to quickly get my thoughts on you know the whole George Floyd uh, murder because that's what it was Uh, you know it was horrible just police brutality is you know it's, it's a it's a problem not gonna deny that, but again, when you politicize everything, it muddies the water. It steers, it just steers things in a different direction. You know, I'm all for uh, police reform, but if you reform the police and the uh, the laws, the same laws are in place. To mind you, the same ones that keep. Uh, black men imprisoned and of course you have these private you know the, the prisons these private prisons that's another thing no one talks about that this is why when I hear you know these when I see these movements and I hear what they're about I'm just like okay what what, what about law reform what about the prison industrial complex what about uh, what about things like uh, taxation? Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Uh, child support. What, what about these things? Mm-mm. No, we're, we we don't hear about that, and that's why I cannot get down with these with these groups and organizations because prison. You know these prisons. They're, they're profiting 
they're profiting us being in, in jail because they got to keep those bad filled. And they have deals with, with, with these big cities to fill a quota. I remember an episode of Law and Order SVU where a judge, a crooked judge, or they were sending they were sending kids to a juvenile facility and this facility was giving her a little handout because they had to fill a certain amount of beds. So this this judge was giving the these uh these kids large sentences and no one's talking about this. No one's talking about the the basically in prison. When you're in prison, you you have no rights, and you you're basically slave labor. Legal slavery is still a thing in prisons, but no one wants to talk about that because it's not it that has nothing to do with, with race, with the the political agenda. To make everything about race. That's why they're not talking about the prison industrial complex, uh, these private prisons, uh, these laws that have to be reformed. They're not talking about taxation. They're not talking about child support. Nope, they're not talking about all that. That is why I cannot get behind these movements because everything is politicized and everything is racially motivated like straight up and people need to realize that yeah police brutality is is an, it's an issue it's it's a a big issue even if there's one black person that gets killed by the police that's one one too many it doesn't matter if white black cops are you know using excessive force against people? That's wrong. And I also refuse to demonize a whole group. It's funny that when we're on on that end, when you have a few idiots, few bigoted assholes that uh that paint black people you know Latino people in a bad light all like all of my life this we are mad of course because we know that's not the case it's just a handful of people that are making our races look bad but of course when it's to our benefit, that's when we just demonize a whole group of people because the media told me to. This group told me to. Oh, all cops are, are, are bad. All white people are bad because the media told me to. Looting and rioting and destroying businesses, that's good. The media told me to. All this chaos and, and destruction is good. The media told us that the media said so and I just refuse to you know get along with that because it's not right it's 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 dishonest and disingenuous and 
this is very scary times. Is indeed very scary times, and even to the point that even black people are upset. The black community they're upset because they know that this movement is being hijacked. The Black Lives Matter movement has been hijacked. Let's see here. AP, uh, APnews.com, Violence Mars, uh, Violence Mars protests, a Portland protest frustrates black community. Uh, Published today, by the way. Let's scroll down. Uh, protesters in this liberal, predominantly white city has been have taken to the streets peacefully every day for more than five weeks to decry police brutality, but violence by smaller groups is dividing the movement and drawing complaints that some white demonstrators are co-opting this movement. As the Portland protesters enter the second month, they have shifted on several nights from the city's downtown core to an historic black neighborhood in North Portland that's already buckling under the effects of white gentrification has the most to gain or lose from the outage in the streets. Late last week, some protesters barricaded doors to a police precinct and half a block from Mar- uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and set fire to the building, which also ha- houses black-owned businesses, including an Ethiopian restaurant and a barber school. Two nights later, a uh, potluck at at a park in the heart of the black community morphed into another violent clash with the police who unleashed tear gas to quell the crowd and several hundred people. Let's see. On Friday, a Portland man was arrested in his role in an overnight attack on the Hatfield Federal Courthouse. U.S. Attorney Billy J. Williams said Rowan M. Olson, 19-year-old, a.k.a. Kiefer Allen Moore was arrested by Federal Protective Services officers early Friday morning, he said in a news release. Olson is scheduled to appear in federal court, blah, blah, blah. The change has angered and frustrated some in the black community who said a white fringe element is distracting from their message with census destruction in a city where nearly three quarters of the residents are black, uh, excuse me, Three-quarters of the residents are white, and less than 6% are black. And I quote, This is not the Black Lives Matter movement. This is chaos. Uh, Kali uh, Lad? I I apologize for butchering that. Uh, Executive Director of uh, KAI... ROS PX PDX wrote in a Facebook post these white actors are inciting dominance and a different from from under the guise of equality. White supremacy has many has many forms. I'm telling you and I'm start right there, I'm telling you that Antifa is out here. They have they have the cloak of Black Lives Matter and and, and racial equality and all that but it's really just to coerce and hijack this movement 
and there's people from out of town the people from out of town who uh you know they come from out of town and they go to these cities and they just they loot they destroy they cause uh, violence and they make said group look bad and we need to you know we need to be careful and this is this is very important that we you know we recognize the you know these issues we gotta recognize the issues here that things are being steered in such a way that it's you know this is some Marxist level stuff right here they go in they, they hijack a movement they demoralize it and a lot and mostly it's it's these far left groups that are speaking out and that's why you hearing that's why they seem like their voice is louder because they're the only ones speaking no one's saying oh this is BS stop coming into our cities and destroying you know neighborhoods and, and, and enticing police antagonizing police and hurting and, and, and killing people because during a lot of these protests in the beginning of this there were people that were actually killed by other protesters not by the police but of course they were spending say oh the police did of course no not in every case and like I said before if one or two or three people get killed by the police that's one two or three four too many but we need to identify and shine the light that yeah there are bad apples in this there are some very dangerous and wicked people in the in these groups smaller groups within groups and they're there to hijack they're there to to twist and demoralize a movement this this is crazy and again and and they're making this country seem like it's like it's bad because trust me try doing what you're doing you know remember it was pride month last last month try try that in some parts of the world you know if you're you know if you're a woman and you wanna you know you wanna vote you wanna drive like <laughs> you won't be able to do that but when I hear people tell me or I hear people online say that this country is, is terrible, it's the worst, right? Right. When I hear that, it's like, are, are you, and this is young people, they don't know what they're protesting, they don't know history. All they, they get the information from Twitter, from Facebook, from fucking CNN. They do not know what anything is really about. They just get their their sound bites from Twitter. They get their, their media. They get everything in little bits and pieces. You know, they they this let's say this big picture, right? This big portrait, but 
people are telling you only to focus on a uh, a six inch by six inch square. Try saying that three times. A six inch by six inch square. They tell you just to focus on that on that big portrait that could be as tall as like seven eight feet high. And no, just focus on that little square. And that's what clip culture, that's what soundbite politics are. Just taking clips, smaller clip from a bigger clip, from a bigger piece, I should say. And we need to be careful. We need to take more time. And I'm sorry, there are people who who will be on Facebook and they take those quizzes or like what what kind of tequila are you and listen I've done it just for for LOLs but I know it's not real but people will spend they have more energy they will put more energy into that into actually looking up what's actually going on not from Twitter Twitter's a fucking cesspool me and my friends had talked about it once we've been in this podcast before and they said Twitter is a, a damn cesspool it's horrible you know and next time I'm going to talk about the speaking out culture I, I can't fit it in today because it's, it's, it's already it's going to be a long it's going to be like four hour, four hour podcast if I talk about every single thing that's been going on I gotta break it down but it's just insanity and then when you get into into this which, you know, I'm happy about three and four voters, majority of black, majority of blacks opposed tearing down Mount Rushmore. Overwhelming majority of U.S., majority of likely U.S. voters, including majority of black Americans, opposed tearing down the Mount Rushmore National Memorial featuring Presidents George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln, a Paul Fines. White rioters as well as some Republican Democrat lawmakers has sought to remove monuments, statues, and flags associated with Civil War and the nation's presidents. The overwhelming majority of Americans say that they are opposed to such plans. And again, so I said just just a while ago, these these youngins do not know history. And if, if they do, it's only a part for all this talk about whitewashing and and everything is whitewashed and history is, is, is history and all that. Like, we need to have and understand all aspects of history, even bad. It, it's ugly. It's, it's It ain't pretty. But we have to acknowledge it. We cannot just just tear it down you know we we need to we need to have that as a reminder of what things used to be but that doesn't mean that things are things are like that now but it just seems like people are just it's just again people perish due to a due to a lack of knowledge and when you have uh, clip culture and soundbite politics, like it, it's it's scary. Again, when you have a fringe group, a very vocal group, 
they they sound the loudest because no one else is speaking up. But gladly, you have uh, three and four voters. Majority of them are, are African American. Majority of them are black people. They oppose. They're against tearing down Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna finish reading this. Uh, the latest Ross Musen polls survey found that 75% of likely U.S. voters oppose closing or changing Mount Rushmore in Keystone, South Co- South Dakota. Less than 20% say that they support the removal of Mount Rushmore by a 50% majority a minority. Black Americans say that they oppose tearing down Mount Rushmore, while only about 35% say that they support removing the monument. Likewise, more than 6 in 10 Democrats, 67% of swing voters, 82% of white Americans, and 88% of Republicans voters say that they oppose tearing down Mount Rushmore. The Rasmussen reports also uh, also acts Likely voters are there oppose the support moving statues of honor of President George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. Uh, oppose or support, <clears throat> excuse me, removing statues in honor of Presidents George Washington, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson from public places. More than 70% of all likely voters say that they oppose tearing down statues dedicated to the two men. Major, uh, minorities in every race, income, age, gender, political, and education alignment groups said that they oppose tearing down statues and buildings honoring Washington and Jefferson, including 54% of black Americans, 78% of white Americans, 57% of Democrats, and 83% of Republicans, 75% of swing voters. For years, Americans, by human minorities, have uh, Majorities have opposed post-structural agenda to tear down and remake the nation's historical monuments and statues. In 2017, Rasmussen reports surveys near nearly 90% of Americans say that they oppose tearing down monuments honoring former presidents. The poll surveyed a thousand likely U.S. voters from June 29th to the 30th as a margin of error of 3%. And John Binder is a is a reporter of Breitbart News. So this is from uh, Breitbart. It's an article from Breitbart. So there you go, and and pretty much summing up and summing up in less words. Um, there's a huge majority of people in America, and a lot of them are are African Americans, black people that don't want monuments and statues being torn down and they oppose tearing down Mount Rushmore and I want them to stay because they have bigger issues than statues and we need a reminder of history, good and bad you know but it's just in, in this day and age where all we got to get rid of anything that that is deemed white supremacy and and, and, and all this stuff. It's like, come on now. For all, again, all the talk from these pro-blacks and, 
and these liberals that talk about whitewashing, America likes to whitewash things, whitewash history, what about the, the real history, Where where's, where's all the facts, but then they're doing the same thing that they claim the opposition is doing, which is pretty, it's insane. You know, it, it's 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 good for you know it's good for us, but it's not good for you. You know, it's it's, it's wild to me that you have on one hand, oh, we we're, we're we want the real history, where stop white stop whitewashing things, but then on the flip side, mm-mm, we gotta we gotta tear it down, we gotta get rid of it because it, it promotes racism, white supremacy. Like, come on now. And there's a statue. I, I think it's still up. Albert Pike. He he is a very bad dude. He is a very bad dude. Just look him up. I I think his statue is still is still up, but they want to get rid of George Washington, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, but, you know, they have Albert Pike, okay, just look him up, uh, I'll do it for you, Uh, people, you know, people here think that they know history, but I'm sorry, they they don't know jack shit. They don't know jack shit. Let's see here. He was a a Freemason. And let's see here. In the aftermath of the Civil War, uh, former Confederates found themselves uh, barred from the ballot box. Pike remained deeply oppressed to black suffrage, insisting that the right or the, the white race and that race alone shall govern this country, and is only one that is fit to govern, and it's the only one that shall. At least three. KKK uh, histories published in the 20th 20, 20 century identified Pike as either an attorney general or a high ranking official in the order. Pike historian Walter Lee Brown found out a lack of evidence that Pike was a member of the Klan. However, Pike's own writing on the Klan and 1868 editorial in the Memphis Daily Appeal indicates that his main problems lay not with its aims but its methods of leadership. But he still had that ideology. And in Washington, D.C., there's a statue of Albert Pike. And I, I think that's I think that statue is still up. Because I'm not sure if it is. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I got some explaining to do. Okay, let's see. D.C. lawmaker wants to remove statue of Albert Pike. Okay. All right. If if you're talking about getting rid of George, you know, George Washington's statue and, and 
uh, Andrew Jackson. Get rid of that. Get rid of the uh, Albert Pike statue. Get rid of that. Get out of here, man. Anyways. We reached the end of the line. The last stop of this podcast. And it's the, the thanks and the plugs where you can find me at. If you made it all the way through to the end, I appreciate you. You are awesome. And in these times, it's good to stay awesome and to be awesome as well. You can follow me on Twitter, even though I'm not posting there as much. At Room Prime TV, Instagram, Room Prime TV. My website, if you want just everything, just a one-stop shop for everything. Just go to my website, roomprimetv.com. My podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and everywhere else. I'm on almost everything, so it should come up. But I would definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend you listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or or SoundCloud. But, you know, that's why there's options. And... Guys, just gotta you know, stay vigilant, stay safe. We got remember we gotta live. We can't live in fear. We have to again. We have to live life with everything that's going on. We just can't live in fear. We can't just live in perpetual state of fear because the media and these groups—that's all they're about. They bring change. Or attempt to bring change through fear and, and coercion and blackmail and hate and division and if you really care about the uh, you know the human race division racism bigotry just basically fighting fighting fire with fire isn't the answer because we all burn So we just got to remember that. So with that being said, I'll be back next week. Hopefully with less fireworks and, and cars. But, you know, we got to save Mr. Softy. So with that being said, it's been fun. But I need to get the hell up out of here and get this edited and recorded for you guys. So you guys can listen to it, of course. So that being said, for... Me, Ruben Prime. This has been another episode of the Ruben Prime TV podcast. That being said, I bid you adieu. Good night. Happy Fourth of July. You know, enjoy those burgers for me. A nice beer. And stay safe out there. Peace.